Welcome to a new program on the People Chronicles, talking sports and fitness with Zeke. I, of course, would be Zeke. This is our premier program. I hope you like us on Facebook and sign up for the YouTube channel. And our first guest is Mike Moyer, who is an iconic sports figure in Berks County. Mike has coached at four different schools, with three schools, four teams, one being uh, Wilson Girls, as well as all those boys teams. He's been a professional coach, the Reading Rage. He's a top clinician across the country. And he is the owner and coaches like four or five different club teams, so an FC revolution. And we're here to talk about the impact of recent events in the world of soccer and how it may have affected the scene here in Berks County. So Mike, what's the story about Berks County soccer today uh, in light of the Women's World Cup success, in light of uh, Premier League games being televised routinely on television? There seems to be a growing interest. I know soccer has always been big among youth players and then it kind of evolves and they go into other things or have other interests. What's different about soccer these days as opposed to 15, 10 years ago? Well, far, far from the uh, actual playing and all the kids that are playing around the county, the, you mentioned the Premier League games that are on television. Back when I was a kid, there was one hour on a week. It was called Soccer Made in Germany with Toby Charles on like a Saturday afternoon at 5, and that's all the soccer we saw. Now kids are waking up at 7 o'clock to watch English Premier League games and, and La Liga games in uh, Barcelona and Madrid and all over the place, and the exposure of the game to kids today and to adults on television is unbelievable. So that's helping a lot, Mike. Have you seen uh, an increase in numbers that you, because you're very dialed into the Berks County scene youth-wise through high school, uh, is there more participation or, or have you not seen much of a spike? Yeah, there's not much of a spike. I think uh, the sport of lacrosse came in several years ago and took away a lot of the young soccer players that were playing. Um, but the numbers are still strong, don't get me wrong, and, and the, the sport is really strong at both the rec club level with all the local clubs and then the travel clubs that are around, that's strong as well. But overall participation numbers in Berks is about the same or maybe a little less than it was even 10 years ago. Really? Uh, well, I, you know, the impact of lacrosse, especially because girls' soccer on the high school level is now played in the fall in Berks County, and they used to play it in the spring, so they're going head-to-head -head with lacrosse, right? So a girl has to make a choice. Well, a girl's lacrosse is, is played in the spring, so high school girls' soccer right now is in the fall. So, oh, so that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's a boost for them. That right? is. That, okay. is that, helps, that helps a lot, and the track coaches are pretty happy about that as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So there's, some guys are going into to the boys are going into lacrosse at times and not playing soccer? Yeah, I think it's boys and girls. Uh, the sport of lacrosse, like I said, has really taken off. It was down in District 1. It was very prevalent down there for several years. And the last five or six years here in Berks County, lacrosse has taken off, and it's a great sport. What has been the impact, if any, uh, about the concerns with football, especially repetitive head injuries? Uh, are there concerns among some parents that might be driving their kids to play soccer because their parents won't let them play football? I mean, if I'm a parent, I don't, I don't think I would allow my child to play football at a very young age. Mm -hmm. um, I taught elementary phys ed for years um, and head injuries. When we were kids back then, it was like the coach would put up one or two fingers and say, how many fingers do I have up? You get back in the game. Now it's really, the protocol's real good and it's safe. We're involved with uh, Commonwealth Orthopedics, but there's a lot of good people around here that handle these things. Uh, but the protocol now to get athletes back on the field, it's very strict and stringent as it should be for the safety of the player. Yeah, the days of just cracking open smelling salts and getting back in are over. 
but soccer is not immune to head injury, especially concussions from you know heading the ball. There have been some studies that women and girls are a little bit more at risk for some reason than boys. But there is a little bit of a head trauma issue in soccer, correct? Yeah, big time. I, I mean, it seems weird that the women are more prevalent to that, but uh, really the collisions that occur on head balls, it's not actually the impact of the ball on the head, but the collision of two heads going together, colliding at the, when they're trying to head a ball, that's the biggest problem that I see with soccer. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. And I remember because my sons, in, uh, in the interest of full disclosure, played from Mike at Wilson High School back in the day. There are a lot of collisions with bodies colliding on headers. Yeah, and then the referees, which are doing a good job, but they always say keep your hands down, keep your arms down. There's no protection. When you watch pros go up, their arms are up in the air, and they're trying to win the ball for protection so they don't knock heads. But people around here are yelling, keep your arms down, keep your, heads, keep your arms down, and then we see a lot of head collisions. So uh, that's probably the biggest safety concern with soccer players uh, as far as the collisions go with the head. As kids have been exposed more and more seeing top-flight soccer, uh, and perhaps over the years, more coaches on the youth level who actually played soccer are now coaching, which wasn't always the case. Right. Uh, you've, have you seen an increase in skills among kids, youth players playing soccer? Is the quality of soccer improving? It is. Yeah, it is big time. And the coaching is better all across the board. I mean, even a youth coach, like you don't have to be a former player to be a good youth soccer coach. Right. As long as you're good with kids and you can set up activities for them to touch the ball and, and, and have success, you can be a really good youth soccer coach. You have a wife who's willing to cut oranges. Yeah, 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 yeah. no more oranges um, at halftime. But, uh, they don't um, do oranges at halftime? No, no. What happened uh, to that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it's out of the way. That's all the kids worried about was their orange slices and they weren't listening to the coach. Um, but I forgot the question. Um, but uh, no, the kids, the kids, uh, Skills. It, yeah. it, it's much better. Um, and again, getting back to the coaches, they're, they're more talented now because they can watch games and learn from games. And the halftime analysts talk about soccer before it was football, basketball, baseball, because you could learn by watching and soccer wasn't around. But now with all the soccer on television, um, it's a lot easier for a novice person to learn about soccer so they can relay it to the kids while they're coaching. You know, an interesting transition in the world of soccer um, on the high school level is high schools, which are always been like the programs, all sports, unlike other countries like Canada and uh, in Europe where club sports were like the foremost in high schools or the, the school environment really wasn't an athletic environment. Uh, clubs, top flight clubs, and it was a little bit when Drew and Jeff were playing too, or supplanting to a degree, and you're seeing it in baseball as well, where the, the traveling teams, the club teams, are almost more important from a development standpoint for the better players. Yeah, I, I agree and disagree with that, Mike. Um, I mean, the clubs in football, there aren't clubs. High school football is how kids get seen right, right. by the college coaches. They go see high school football games. Um, basketball and soccer, basketball with AAU, and now soccer with college coaches – a college coach doesn't have enough time anymore to just go see one high school game, unless it's local. Like the Millersville coach, who's a former Wilson player, Matt Procopio, uh, he's now the head women's coach at Millersville. He's coming to see some of the Wilson girls because he's in the area, knows right. the program. But for the most part, college coaches go to see the tournaments. They can watch hundreds of players play over a weekend versus driving an hour to a high school game, watching one kid for two hours, and then driving home. It's a waste of time. They don't have that kind of time. But the two can definitely coexist, and they need to. There are a lot of good things for high school athletes and soccer, soccer players specifically. Um, teaches a lot of lessons. 
Um, you get to travel on the bus. It's community. It's all good. But on the other hand, as far as college exposure, there's no doubt that clubs are better for the athletes as far as exposure to the college game. That's a good point. Something I really hadn't thought of. Uh, speaking of clubs, tell us a little bit about FC Revolution. And, and it's triggered that in my mind because you shut down your older group uh, during the high school season so it doesn't compete. But the expanse of your program is pretty wide. Yeah, we're, we're up to 16 teams, going to be 18 by the spring. But our eight teams, U15 through 18, which is boys and girls, 9th through 12th graders, we shut them down August 1st. And then they'll get back into the FC Revolution training towards the uh, end of October, early November, as their teams drop out of the uh, high school playoffs. Um, but we believe that, again, they can coexist. Um, the top flight kids are joining academies, which is for another day and another, another uh, show possibly. But uh, as far as our, our, our philosophy, we really want our kids to do both because we think they can gain a lot of valuable experience from doing both things. Well, soccer is a great game. I know a lot of kids have gotten a big kick out of it, pardon the pun. <laughs> and, and Mike, you have been a true ambassador. And uh, we hope to have you here again. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having me.